So, I was watching a little bit of JD's uh, OTRS Extra today, his live stream. Well, not actually live, but after it was live streamed. And of course, you know, he takes these opportunities to talk about other stuff he doesn't, you know, have a chance to talk about when he's like reviewing Raw, SmackDown, you know, Dynamite, you know, pay-per-views, you name it, or working at House of Glory. You know, he doesn't have the chance to really get around to these items, these news items, if you will. So he takes the opportunity to record our live stream, in today's case, you know, these OTRS uh, extras to, you know, to give his thoughts on some news items floating about and being reported. And if there's one thing that he and Alex Hicks have used, you know, saying-wise, quotation-wise, uh, in the past couple of months when it comes to some WWE news, whether it's false, whether there's truth to it, or it's just a strong rumor that there's no real evidence of being true or not, if there's one saying that they both have used, and JD used it today, is where there's smoke, there's fire. And JD used this today to kind of look at all the situations that point at the idea that Vince McMahon could potentially be back in charge of creative, or at least have, you know, more of a say creatively than he has, a, you know, than he's had in a while, despite the fact that Triple H still has the, you know, the final say in what happens, you know, on, on camera, you know, you know, promo-wise, match-wise, booking-wise, and all that. You know, and, and look... I don't blame JD, I don't blame Alex, I don't blame Solomonster, I don't blame OTR Central or Wrestling with Regret. You know, I don't blame any of them for feeling very suspect, if you will, very suspicious about what's going on. Because you have the rumor I talked about uh, yesterday that was, you know, you know, basically made to be unfounded, which was a talent anonymously coming out and saying that they believed Vince was back in charge, although they couldn't be, you know, totally sure, but it felt like it. Then you have the reports, you know, of the possibility of us getting an Omos, you know, Lesnar match at WrestleMania this year. And then according to JD, you got the late, you know, you got Lita returning in time for Mania. And then you got the reports that, you know, from a person, from a personnel, you know, producers, backstage, agents, kind of a point of view, that morale is down. And JD looks at all this as tons of smoke, you know, emanating from all these different areas. And where all this smoke is coming from, there has to be some various fires burning, you know, along with it. And here's the thing. Like I said, I don't blame JD for being you know, a little paranoid, a little unhinged when it comes to, you know, the potential, you know, reality of something happening that none of us want to see happen ever again. And that's Vince McMahon being back in control. I mean, he brings up the fact that, you know, the reason morale, according to it, according from the perspective of a, of a personnel production standpoint, is because of a sale of the company you know, here's what I take away from that. Yes, JD can point out that nobody else, not even the talent, has spoken up, which feels very suspect, if you will, in his, in his eyes, as to why they wouldn't say anything. 
And the way I look at it is maybe because they don't want to because they probably believe that what the personnel is worried about is, you know, is fruitless, basically. Is, is basically, what was the word that Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan used one time when he was a heel? Fickle? Yeah, they probably look at what, you know, the morale that the personnel, the producers have as being, you know, fickle. Like, the morale, the morale being down and being worried about potentially nothing, you know, as of right now, is, you know, fickle. It's, you know, it's unnecessarily not needed, if you will. And, you know, maybe that's true. I mean, if you go to a talent or various talents and you ask them how the morale is, they'll probably tell you the exact opposite. They'll probably tell you, hey, the morale's been up. We've been excited. We've been happy to come to work. We love it. And they'll probably tell you that with a straight face. You know, not, you know, rolling their eyes or looking the other way, which would obviously mean they're not telling you the truth and stuff, or using ums and uhs and es and everything, which would be another piece of evidence of them not telling you the truth. They'd probably tell you straight to the face, hey, morale's been great. You know, we've been happy with what's going on now uh, with the company. So they'd probably tell you the exact opposite. But again, I understand where people like, you know, JD are coming from when it comes to hearing these kind of reports. And, you know, and on top of that, you have a mock-up movie poster, one of many probably being displayed across, you know, Los Angeles and Hollywood and Inglewood, to help promote WrestleMania 39. And at the end of one of the posters, the one that was the one that somebody took a picture of with Roman Reigns on it, at the bottom of the poster, you have all these credits, like you know, like a movie poster credit and everything. And at the end, you know, at the very bottom, at the end of that poster, you have you know, you have the directorial credits being given to Vince McMahon, which again a lot of people, even JD, would find very suspicious. And, you know, J.D. mentioned that people would tell him, oh, well, it's his company. Of course he's going to get directorial credit. Even if he's not involved, of course he's going to get credit. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. J.D. J.D. is one of those guys that's a longtime fan that has seen wrestling have its ups and downs. You know, has, it, has seen it be go, has, it see, has seen it go through a renaissance, has seen it go through its Armageddons, you name it. He's seen it go through the bad, the good, the in-between. And he's also seen it evolve into, you know, an opportunity where it could be taken seriously as a sport. That, yes, it is choreographed. Yes, you know, the results are pretty much already booked and ready, and ready to go. They're in the can. But, at the end of the day, what he wants to see that produces it from a ring perspective, in ring perspective, is the athleticism. He wants the legitimacy of a pro wrestling match, match despite, you know, knowing what the result could be or potentially could not be coming out of it. And when he sees things that remind him of somebody that doesn't look, that doesn't love wrestling, professional wrestling, you know, rearing, you know, rearing its ugly head, rearing their, rearing their ugly heads, if you will, that makes him very, very sus, if you will, very suspectable of something not, you know, not totally on the ball. And look, you know, you could, you know, people like JD and others could have their opinions on whether or not, you know, they feel that there is something more to the situation 
than what's being led on. I mean, the fact that he even looked at the fact that Sean Ross Sapp, through a Patreon paywall, by the way, uh, which isn't much to pay sometimes, depending on what you go with, you know, is hiding information that, you know, is big. And he should, you know, be able to share it freely with everybody else. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, the difference between the two. Sean Ross Sapp, and J.D. has admitted this as well, Sean Ross Sapp has legitimate sources within the company. You know, he has legitimate sources. And, you know, and, he, and here's the thing. If he puts the information behind a paywall, it's probably because it's information that his legitimate sources don't want out unless maybe he gets some kind of revenue that he shares with them. You can't tell me that Sean Ross Sapp, people like him, people like Bill After, people like Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez, Mike Johnson, a PW Insider, you know, Andrew Zarian of the Madman Podcast, and many others that have sources within the company, you cannot tell me that if they put up paywalls on Patreon, you know, for people to access, you know, news and information from, to kind of get a better idea of what to expect or what was going on, you know, with this and that and whatever, you can't tell me that they don't do that without agreeing to give their source, you know, a piece of the financial pie that they get from it, or the financial revenue. Because they do. You can't have some kind of an agreement, or not agreement, but you can't have some kind of source within a company like WWE giving you this kind of information without some kind of an agreement that says, hey, you help me out, I'll give you a piece of the revenue. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me that doesn't ha- that's not happening because it is. It is happening. And that's a fact. That is a fact that you and I know very well. And I mean, it's reality, man. It's a reality of business, period. No matter how you view it. You know, no matter how you view it, it is a reality of business, period. Okay? It is a reality of business, period. So, so for Sean Ross Sapp to, to put it behind a paywall, he's not doing that for his own selfish reasons. He's doing that to not only contribute to, you know, the what is it, the site, the company he works for, you know, that being Fightful, you know, the business he works for, that being Fightful, but he's also doing it to give revenue to his source in exchange for giving him the information. You know, that's why he does the paywalls. And look, I agree, not everybody likes the idea. You know, like I was saying before the interruption there, I mean, yeah, you know, he does, you know, people like him do that so that you know, they can at least give some revenue to those that are giving them the sources that obviously they're not supposed to leak out. But again, I understand, you know, JD, where he's coming from and saying, hey, you know, with information as big as, you know, potentially Vince coming back into creative, you shouldn't hide that behind a paywall. I get that. I understand that. We all do. You know, we all legitimately do. But Here's the thing, he wanted to make sure, you know, Sean, as well as these other sources, Wade Keller and all of them, wanted to make sure whether or not it has some truth, and it didn't. And it didn't and all that. But, again, I, I, underst- I know I'm repeating myself here, but I get it. I, I, I understand, and, and, and I know, and I feel, or I feel and I know where they're coming from. But here's the thing, just because, 
you know, Triple H is going to potentially book Brock and Omos in a match at WrestleMania. Just because Lita is back, and potentially Trish Stratus later, just because they're coming back, you know, just because some backstage personnel, producers, agents are saying morale is down, just because Vince McMahon's name is directly credited in a mock-up movie poster and all that, and just because one talent, which, again, this was unfounded, uh, basically turned out to be false, believed that Vince could be back in charge, you know, just because, you know, all of that, you know, you know, is very susk, if you will, in the eyes of people like JD, in the eyes of people like Alex, in the eyes of people like Jason Solomon and everybody else I've mentioned, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean diddly crap, okay? It doesn't mean diddly crap. Basically, what it is that they are allowing to happen, and I've mentioned it yesterday, is they're letting the fear and the paranoia get the best of them. They're letting the fear and the paranoia get the best of them. And because they're letting it get the best of them, guess what's happening? They're letting themselves be made fools of. This is why everybody on social media, here on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Tumblr, on OnlyFans, you name it. This is why people call them out and saying that they are nothing but marks. This is why people are calling them out and saying, oh, well, you're just an AEW suck-up and everything. Or you're just a Tony Khan suck-up and all that. Because they are letting their fears. They are letting their fears and their paranoia about what Vince did in the past when he was running things in WWE, you know, get the best of them. Yes, Vince wants $9 billion for his company. Yes, I admit, that's a high price that, hey, I'll even say it, the Saudis would probably be the only ones to get it. But as I've mentioned before, who's to say this Saudi Arabia PFI group aren't totally different than the other Saudi Arabia people? I mean, they could be more modernized, more with it, than you can even want to admit to, that they may even say Vince is asking prices ridiculous, and there ain't no way they're paying it. And even if they do pay it, there ain't no way they're going to want Vince around because they like Paul Levesque instead. You know, you don't know, you know what that group could do. All right? You don't know that. You don't know that whatsoever. So, so, for, you, so for them to let their paranoia and their fear get the best of them, well, they're going to come out and pretty much, in their own opinion, which they have a right to, which is why I am a fan, I am a subscriber, I am a follower of them, here on YouTube and all the social media platforms. But if they're going to let the fear and paranoia get the best of them, it's just going to keep making them look like fools and look idiotic and basically make them the pun and, you know, the pun and the joke of everybody in the IWC and the YWC. So to me, you know, look, you can have your opinions and everything. That's fine. You have a right to do that. You know, but don't let your trauma, don't let your fear, don't let your paranoia get the best of you. Because if you let it get the best of you, it's not going to make you look good in the end. And anybody you, you work with in the future is not going to want to work with you anymore. You know, so you got to be careful about what you do. I mean, JD apparently is going to be uh, working with what? My mother's basement now? Uh, next, starting next week or something? You know, he's going to be working with them? Or at least have an association with them? Do you think they're going to want to deal with him if he keeps, you know, blabbing off, you know, stuff that may not have any legitimate truth to it? No. They're not going to want to deal with him. 
You know, they're not going to want to deal with him whatsoever. They're going to want to be rid of him. You know, do you think any other potential wrestling interview that just Alex could get in the future will want to have anything to do with him if he keeps blabbing off the mouth of, you know, this and that without any real evidence? No. No, they won't. So what they need to do is be careful about what they say. They need to be careful about what they say and how they present it. Because I guarantee you what's going to happen is someone's going to call them out. Someone that might have more power than them. And basically suggest to them that when you report this kind of stuff, you need to start off with, this is my opinion. This is what I see. And if you don't agree with it, that's fine. That's all they're going to probably ask of them. And they need to be ready for that. They need to be ready for that. But yeah, apparently, apparently getting back on topic here, with what JD is saying, apparently he believes that where there's smoke, there's fire. And with everything that has been reported through various sites and everything, either basically proven to be false, not true, maybe, you know, kind of rumored and all that, or just from the views of other people, people that, you know, probably have different views, whose views are probably different from, let's say, the talent and everything. You know, look, you know, look, for, for J.D. to say that there's, you know, well, there's, you know to say that there's various fires with these various smokes, oaks and everything, because there's got to be some truth, just because there's stuff like that out there doesn't mean there's any legitimate backing behind it, any legitimate truth. I mean, yes, is Vince McMahon going to get credited on a movie poster? Yes. Why, as, as, un, as unexcusable as J.D. puts it, it's because, it, you know, as unexcusable as J.D. says it is, it's the truth. It's his company. It's basically like if Tony Khan, if Tony Khan got double or nothing to be in Hollywood, and he got double or nothing to be at, let's say, the Staples Center, not the form, not the Kia form, you know, but the Staples Center, all right? Or the crypto center, whatever it's called now, crypto center. Let's say he got it there, and he wanted to go with a Hollywood theme. Okay, he wanted to go with a Hollywood theme, and they tried to do the same stuff. Do you think JD would get upset if, let's say, Tony Khan's name was in the directorial, you know, uh, director's chair instead of, let's say, Kenny Omega's or uh, let's say John Moxley or whoever gets put in the creative to take the stress off Tony? Do you think he'll get upset if Tony Khan's name's there? No. No, he won't. You know, because one, Tony's still new to the business, but do you think he might say something if Tony, you know, was put in the director's chair for, for the event, especially if he had nothing to do with it creatively? No. No, maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he would. I don't know. But the reason Tony Khan would be put there is because it's his company. So he's going to be put in that directorial chair. Just like with the Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor coming up in Los Angeles, right? Let's say they go with a Hollywood theme. You know, what's going to happen there? They're going to do mock-up movie posters with, let's say, Claudio on one poster and whoever he's defending against on another. And it says on the bottom, directed by Tony Khan, even though creatively Tony Khan could have nothing really to do with Ring of Honor Supercard. Do you think, you know, do you think that's uh, fair to whoever creatively is booking the show? You know, no, it's not, but... Why is Tony credited? 
because Ring of Honor is his company now. Not Sinclair Broadcasting or anything like that. Tony, it's Tony Khan. So him getting directorial credit wouldn't be, you know, would be because it's would be because it's his company, whether he's creatively running things or not. And the same goes, as much as we hate to say it, for Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is not creatively running things right now. He may make some suggestions, and Triple H, as I mentioned yesterday, may make certain matches happen that he knows Vince would like to keep keep him off his back, to keep Vince off his back and out of creative. I will admit that, that Triple H probably does that. But Vince McMahon's going to get credit because it's his company. End of discussion. It's kind of like, it's kind of like with, let's say, the NFL. Let's say the Super Bowl comes back to SoFi Stadium and they want to give it a Hollywood thing. All right? They want to give it a Hollywood thing. Do you not think that they have, do you not think they won't put under director's chair, directed by Roger Godell or directed by Vince Lombardi, even though Vince Lombardi's not here anymore? You know, among the living? Do you think they won't do that? And to if they put up a mock-up poster, of course they would. Of course they would, because one, Goodell's the commissioner, and two, Lombardi is the tro- is who the trophy is named after. So you do not think they wouldn't do that? Of course they would. The point, the point that I'm getting at, folks, the point that I'm getting at is it doesn't matter if Vince McMahon's putting that directional, you know, giving directional credit in a mock-up movie poster. You know, it shouldn't matter because they're only doing it because it's his company. And look, I get, and I, I like I said, I get it. You know, JD has seen everything, you know, go from good to bad, in between and all that under Vince McMahon. And the last thing he wants is any kind of suspicious clue that Vince could potentially creatively be back. He doesn't want that because we are now in an era where to him it's more about yeah, I know what the outcome could be. I know what the decision could be. But I want a good athletic wrestling, pro wrestling match to you know to basically be the result of whatever finish, whatever booking decision they come up with. You know that's that's the era we're in right now, and that's the era he wants to see. I mean, to him, if he had his way, Omos wouldn't even be in WWE right now, or Omos might be in NXT. You know, mostly NXT level up until he gets better. You know. That's what JD, That's if JD had his way. And again, I look. I don't blame JD for feeling this way. I don't. I don't blame Alex for feeling this way. I don't blame anybody. But just because you know, as JD puts it, there's smoke, there's fire to the there's various fires to these various smokes, you know, of you know news stories that have come out, false and not true or whatever, doesn't mean they're going to go ablaze. It doesn't mean it. And what JD, what Alex, what Solomonster, what everybody I've mentioned, mentioned already, I'm going to say this in closing. I get where you guys are coming from. I understand the fear. I understand the paranoia, the trepidation. But don't let it get to you. Don't let it be the one that controls your life or how you think. Think as a wrestling fan. Put it aside. Say no. Basically say no. I'm not going to let you get to me. I'm not going to let you get to me. I'm not going to let you get to me. You are out of here. I'm only going to think think positive. I'm not going to let this fear get to me. That's what you need to do. Because as I said before, I'll say it again. If you don't do that, it's going to keep making you the running butt of jokes in the eyes of a lot of fans. And you do not want that.
especially fans of the IWC and YWC that follow you strongly and support you strongly. It's going to make you the brunt of all the jokes and memes and all that. And you do not need that. You do not deserve that. So if I was you guys, just keep your fear and paranoia down. Don't let it get to you. And basically think positive. And don't think positive or like, oh, I'm positive Vince is going to be back. No. Think positive like, okay, this is just speculation. It's just rumors. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm going to look at the good. And that's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. But give me your guys' thoughts, all right? All right, guys, let me know what your thoughts are. How do you feel about all this? Do you think people like JD and Jess Alex and Solo Monster and everybody I've mentioned are making a big ado about nothing? Or do you think maybe they do have a point that there might be some smoke to some of these fires that might be just little embers that are burning but soon would be extinguished? Let me know what your thoughts are. Comment down below. You will get an audio version of this for the BW Rose's Discussions podcast. And until next time, guys, I'll talk to y'all later.